0: The 630Chad Afternoon News with Jalyn Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630Chad.
1: Now, the World Health Organization says the United States could be the next epicenter of the global coronavirus pandemic. While many countries around the world are implementing strict rules to deal with the spread, the president, worried about the economy, like many are, is talking about reopening the country for business. In fact, he'd like to see things back to normal, possibly by by Easter. This is the number of cases continue to surge in the U.S. and more states implement stay-at-home orders. The latest numbers show more than 61,000 cases in the U.S., almost 7,000 of them new, and there's been 859 deaths. Global News Washington Bureau producer Reggie Cicchini joins us this afternoon. Reggie, thanks for taking the time. Good afternoon. All right, so you know what, I was watching uh, Global National last night, and uh, your report last night uh, was a little bit shocking in some ways, but again, we've been hearing it over the past couple of days. I think a lot of folks surprised by comments from the President that he is hopeful Americans will be able to return to work by Easter. That's three weeks away. We know governors across the country are pushing back on that timeline. What is the latest from the White House?
0: Well, look, the president is trying to get this uh, government to reopen, or at least the country to reopen within the next two weeks. It goes against his own medical advisors who say, Mr. Trump, you need to be more flexible uh, in your uh, in your hopes to have the economy reopen. simply because uh, there are a number of governors who have stay-at-home orders in place across their states, and it impacts 50% of Americans, and some of these are going to last for longer than a month. So that's really going to put a wrinkle into the president's plan. But also from the White House this afternoon, the president is tweeting... Uh, saying that it's the media that is trying to get him to keep the country closed, quote, so it's uh, possible that they can make my election success or be detrimental to my election success. So the president is now effectively weaponizing this virus to say the media is blowing it out of proportion. And that's a dangerous move on the president's part because we know that this virus is already incredibly deadly.
1: Well, we also know that the economy in the United States was doing fairly well. And a lot of folks thought as long as that the economy was still doing well, President Trump could be, you know, a a shoe in for a second term as president. But with the economy faltering because of COVID-19 and, um, you know, how he's handling this, this could have impact on reelection, couldn't it?
0: Absolutely it could. I mean, look, the president rode the glory of the uh, stock market being at record highs for the last three years. And now without having a strong economy, he doesn't have a lot of legislative success to be able to kind of ride this election on right now. So he needs the numbers to go up in order to keep his support high. The issue is tomorrow the unemployment numbers are going to be released. And it's likely going to show that hundreds and hundreds of thousands of Americans are now out of work compared to this time last month. That is going to put a sour note for the market. investors are going to run away. This economy is incredibly volatile right now. And there are concerns that if the president opens it up too quickly and sends people back to work, there's a risk that the pandemic spreads for a second time if you put asymptomatic people in a workplace who don't realize that they're sick.
1: There's a lot of talk about people saying that it seems that there is or the president and some people are more worried about the economy than the death toll and and wondering if Americans are being asked to choose health over economy. Are you hearing that?
0: Well, that's, that's, that's the sentiment that's coming out of the White House because if you pay attention to the press briefings when the president talks, he talks about the economy first, he ends with the economy and he brings it up at numerous points, oftentimes leaving the death toll and what the figures are for new reported cases. Till the midway point of his briefing the, the, yesterday, the president again tried to make assumptions, saying that uh, that the flu and automobile accidents have a higher death toll than this virus does, but we don't shut the country down for them, uh, ignoring the simple fact that this virus has a, a has a, an impact. Uh, across this country through parts of New York State, which is now you know, accounting for at least half of the reported cases in this country. So uh, for the president and for his economic advisors to be more concerned with the economy than the health of the economy is going to be uh, potentially, uh, potentially bad news for the president once this starts to clear up.
1: Reggie, um, mandatory self-quarantine has just been put in place by the federal government here in Canada for any travelers from abroad. Is there anything like that in place in the U.S. at this point?
0: There is no national rule that says that you have to self-quarantine after traveling anywhere except for coming from New York. Health advisors on the president's team have said if you were in New York City, go into self-isolation for 14 days to curb any kind of spread elsewhere around the country. But that's where these questions and concerns about the president's plan to reopen the economy come from. There is no national rule. It's been left up to state governors and at some point local counties when governors don't take action. So it's going to be hard for the president to tell governors, well, tell your people to go back to work when the governors are the ones actively trying to keep people inside and stop the spread.
1: Let's talk about what is happening in New York. New York really the kind of the the epicenter of what's happening in uh, the United States. The numbers just rising and rising and the the governor there, Andrew Cuomo, really worried waving the flag big time about uh, the seriousness of the issue in that state.
0: Absolutely. and going after the federal government for not opening the coffers deep enough to uh, offer any kind of assistance. Look, the governor has been asking for weeks now for money and for infrastructure. The government yesterday offered Andrew Cuomo 400 uh, ventilators. They finally upped that to 4,000 by the end of the day. But Cuomo says that he needs 30,000 ventilators uh, to deal with the peak when it finally shows up, which is likely going to be in a couple of weeks. Then when they're talking about that uh, that, uh, Senate bill that's in the process of being passed right now, it offers $3.7 billion to the governor who has said New York City alone needs $2 billion. The state is going to need $17 billion. So there is still a lot of frustration on the part of governors for saying that the federal government simply acted too late in this pandemic.
1: And how is testing um, being handled in uh, in the United States right now? What, does, what do those numbers look like?
0: Well, it was slow to roll out, but we're hearing reports now that at least or at least more than 300,000 people have been tested uh, across the country. Now, that is higher than most countries right now. It just happened very slowly, and uh, medical experts say that it was an in- inadequate Rollout, But what we're seeing from these numbers is anywhere from 10 to 15, possibly higher percent of people who are getting tested are coming up positive. And that is higher than most countries right now, which is what has the World Health Organization concerned that the U.S. could become uh, an epicenter for this pandemic. So there's an urgent call now to bring testing to a more widespread part of the country instead of focusing it solely on these areas that we already know are hotspots.
1: Reggie, we keep hearing about social distancing, social distancing, social distancing, and we know that there's idiots kind of anywhere around the world, and some of them aren't listening, some of them are having parties, having people over, that sort of stuff, and it doesn't matter necessarily where you're living. I know it happens. It's happening here in Canada. It's why the message is nonstop, and I know it's happening in the United States as well. But when you look around and when you're talking to people, do you get the sense that people are starting to get the fact that they have to do this, that this needs to be done, or is it still being poo-pooed by by some
0: well, it really depends on where you are because certain states have no measurements in place or no guidelines in place to stop any kind of gathering other than a CDC guideline that says somewhere between 10 and 50 people is where you should maximize your hangout. Here in Washington, D.C., we didn't go under a non-essential closure of businesses until last night. and It doesn't take place until today. So it's really been left to the uh, the onus being on the individual to stop themselves from hanging out in groups. Places like California, where this has been uh, ongoing for weeks, same with Washington State, people are getting the idea that you shouldn't be hanging out in groups but as we keep seeing in parts of Alabama and Florida the beaches are oftentimes packed with people and they've left it up to local governments to try and get police to get these people off the beach fearing they could potentially spread viruses to the older population so because of the patchwork system that's in place right now it really is state by state that you're seeing people either hanging out or staying by themselves.
1: Reggie Cicchini joining me this afternoon thanks for your time Reggie I appreciate it. Thank you. Reggie Chikina, the Global News Washington Bureau producer, joining me this afternoon with a look at what's happening in the United States. Um, the latest numbers, again, in the state show that uh, more than 60, there are more than 61,000 cases, almost 7,000 of them are new, and 859 deaths. Um, that was according to the, the latest numbers uh, a short time ago. we